What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast episode 81 for the week of August 23rd, 2020. I'm your host, Jake Martin, and in the studio this week, we have, once again, Mark Erickson. Hello, it's me. <laughs> it is Mark. And uh, we are doing this digitally once again. Uh, let's see, it's been about two or three months probably since our last podcast. Um, a lot has changed. I always say that, I feel like, in our episodes. Like, a lot has changed, uh, but I feel like a lot has changed. Year. A lot has changed. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of things have been pushed back. Um, a lot of delays in terms of gaming. Um, Black Lives Matter, uh, that is still something that we're going to talk about in the beginning here. Just make sure that you are supporting mm -hmm. uh, people that are being disenfranchised and systemically oppressed uh, in the uh, nation. And uh, we'll have some links in the show notes here to talk about that a little bit more. Um, but first, uh, we'll kind of do like a run of show. We're, we're going to be talking about game of the year stuff and just what we've kind of seen so far and what's yet to come. Uh, Nintendo's marketing strategy. So Mark's going to kind of break down what he feels about Nintendo and what they could potentially do and what they are doing right and wrong. Uh, quick housekeeping for you. Leave reviews right into us. And if you're watching uh, this, we'll be doing it live eventually. Um, we were going to try and do it today, but it didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do it live eventually. Um, it's my fault, everyone. I take the blame. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just your MacBooks. Uh, terrible camera's fault. We could have done it, but it would just, it would, have, it would have been a bad user experience for everyone else. <laughs> um, but be sure to follow us on Twitch or Facebook if you want to go note, uh, get notified when we're live next. Um, and uh, a drink of the show today is, uh, I'm drinking some nice water out of this blender bottle. Ooh. Don't be fooled. I don't actually work out, uh, but this is just a bottle that I've had for a while. So <laughs> that's what I'm sipping on. You got a, You got a drink over there? I do. I have a, well, I do have water too. Mm -hmm. a healthy boy. Yeah, uh, I also have this Glutenberg Red Ale. Ooh, respect! Which is a gluten-free beer. Nice. Do that. Um, That's a good choice. Unfortunately, all the gluten-free beers have bad puns, just to remind you that you can't have normal beer. Yes, is, but this one's good. <laughs> I uh, I would have a beer with you, but I've just my stomach has been on the fritz these past couple of days. Uh, so I've been like trying to like moderate my diet and just make sure that I'm only eating healthy things for a little while. So I'm just like even keeled right now. Yeah, I feel it's that. been good. It's been good. These are the joys of growing up and just making sure you're mm. taking care of your body. It's awesome. Love it so much. Oh, so fun. Um, but before we jump into the actual show, this is one of my favorite segments. It'll be interesting because we haven't talked in a while, but I want to know, Mark. What are you playing? Oh boy, do I have an answer for you on that. I, about in May, I bought a used Xbox One from a friend. Oh my goodness. Which, this is the first non-Nintendo console I've ever owned. So that's what you were saying. You're like, I know a lot about Xbox now. I didn't know you had gotten yeah. an Xbox One. <laughs> I am an expert now in all things Xbox. Yeah, expert, okay. Um, and... So really, it's just it actually started with our last podcast. We were talking about Game Pass, and I didn't really know what it was until then. Dude. And I, I think it was seeing uh, like Need for Speed Burnout on Switch. That was like, this is fifty bucks over here when it's like ten bucks elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Now it's tired of the Switch tax. Yeah, yeah, the so, Switch tax is pretty pretty uh, egregious sometimes. And so I decided I did the math and realized like. All these games that are on Game Pass that I've ever considered buying for Switch, this is like over $300 worth of games. So I can just uh, spend money on the cheap and yeah. get a Xbox One. Dude. Um, and been loving that. And some highlights that I've played so far are Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Nice, nice. That's on this list. Um, yes, it is. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, which was okay. amazing. Yeah, very um, nice. And, and Outer Wilds, which was... Oh, Wow a different game but very cool man i'm impressed you've been yeah you've been putting in some good work then because those are all like yeah. three very respectable games in terms of length too um oh, yeah so did you get Not a series did you get a did you get a one x or what'd you get just a old-fashioned xbox one VCR xbox one yeah okay okay cool well but i mean it still has that has uh, you have game pass with that so is it how much is it like per year for a game pass like so it's um it's ten bucks a month for which is just come out to like hundred twenty yeah yeah um, or Xbox sorry uh, Game Pass Ultimate is with Xbox Live with it and that's fifteen a month okay um so far I haven't yet paid full price because the first month is one dollar yeah there's a good then, discount um 
every so often like Amazon or Best Buy will do like a three month deal where you get three months for 25 bucks. So I did that. And Dude. So it's like eight bucks a month for ultimate. That's so dope though, because literally you're just getting, you're getting all these games. So like $120, mm-hmm. just what you're talking about. You basically would spend what, you know, $600 in a year, maybe if you wanted to buy 10 games. Oh yeah. Right. And here you have access to, I don't know how many are on game pass, but they're all like AAA, like the ones you just, I think Red Dead Redemption's on game pass, right? Or yes, it's about to leave. I think yeah. like in a week it's gone. Oh man. You really got in there before, before it left. Yeah. Smart. But yeah, I mean, like these AAA massive, huge games and all, I think all of Xbox's uh, or Microsoft's first party titles are going to be on Game Pass day one. That's like usually what's happened for most of their games. So, I mean, I hope PlayStation does something like that, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later when we uh, we'll talk about PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X. Um, but I have, um, so that's really cool. You've been playing Xbox. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit envious. Um, I've been doing a lot of Fall Guys. I don't know if you've been catching any of those streams we've been doing. But I am of... so jealous. Fall That's... Guys. Oh, that is my dog. <laughs> that. Yeah, we all have dogs. It's okay. okay. So, so you, um, have, you, you don't have... That's the one game you're going to miss out on. Yeah. And I'm so jealous. It looks so much fun. It is, it is a good time. Uh, but we... So playing that a little bit. Uh, weirdly, like playing Call of Duty. I've, I have not played Call of Duty in so long. Um, huh. But randomly, just a few friends have, had, have wanted to play the free like uh, Battle Royale game. So I've been jumping in there. Hyperscape, which is also like a Battle Royale, like free Ubisoft game. It's, okay. uh, it's all very cool, um, but I'm not good at shooters. Uh, mm. So it's like, it's a weird, Same. it's a weird battle against myself, I guess, where I'm just <laughs> trying to pretend like I'm good at shooters, but I'm not, so... You know, it is what it is. But that's that's pretty much it for me, man. Uh, that and uh, Persona 5. I am trying to finish Persona 5 up. I'm nice. so close. I'm near the very end. And uh, I've been I've been getting pushed along by Matt. He's been like, pretty much texting me every week. Like, how far are you? Are you close? <laughs> are you done? Are you almost there? And I'm like, yes, I'm almost there. Almost there. When did you start? When I got the game. So like three years ago. It's, it's, okay. it's been a three years in the making that I've been, ha- I've been trying to beat this game. I mean, I, I've put in 85 hours. Nice. It's a lot. It's a, that's that's a long time. That's a long time. And I think the past, yeah, the past two months, I've probably put in like 15 to 20. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. But I'm happy about it, and we're getting there. But next up, let's talk about 2020 and other games that are yet to come out or maybe will never come out. So... I kind of wanted to start this conversation off by like talking about, you know, the last podcast we did, we actually did talk about like what our expectations were in in 2020, the state of gaming, basically where we were seeing things go back. Yeah, (laughs) we didn't know very much um, and things have changed again. So just to look at like month by month, kind of what's happened, I've listed out some stuff that's already come out and these all, these all been like pretty big releases or pretty well-received games. There's a ton more than this, obviously, and some, excellent games outside of this list but these are the bigger ones that i could think of so in february i mean january was dead i don't even know if january 2020 really had anything major um i i checked like some some of these lists and january didn't have like any big hitters so i was like Mm -hmm. "Eh, okay we'll skip it uh dreams if you want to count that came out in february that's like this is that that's been a long time in the making as well uh sony's been working on this one for forever i feel like and uh i feel like it just came out to little bit of fanfare not much excited yeah. around it people love it people that like it like it a lot and it's really cool my buddy just got the got it for uh he has a vr he has a psvr so he's, he's like been messing around in there and he said it's awesome nice. um but you know it's okay february was okay animal crossing that was pretty huge we had uh that was that was in march uh half-life alex or in the will of the wisps and i didn't list this one on there but uh doom eternal so march was a pretty big uh, month yeah. Uh, for everyone in terms of uh, releases so that was kind of like a big hitter and yeah. then it then it kind of got quiet again so you have final fantasy 7 remake which i didn't play but i heard great things about speaking of will of the wisps will of the wisps i can never say that word i hate that word <laughs> wisps um wisps. wisps what uh what you think about it it's fantastic like it does everything that or in the blind forest does better like okay improved in every possible thing it can happen like combat itself is so much better yeah um, i mean it's uh 
it's it's definitely like a I've I've only played like halfway through. I'm gonna share my screen so you can see this beautiful this beautiful gameplay here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's hopefully it's muted. But you know, it's uh it came out and I feel like not a lot of people still knew about it. Like this game has been like super well received, but not a lot of people were like really talking about it. Like it was something like that was majorly I don't know. But this like Xbox has been so quiet, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. It just I don't I mean, would you say that this is gonna be like Xbox's only big release this year? Because I mean I don't really see much else on their plate <laughs> after this. That would be weird to think about. You haven't <laughs> like as far as just first party releases i guess now that i'm sure we'll get to this but now that halo is no longer a 2020 release yeah dude that this could be their major release it was pretty much this and then like maybe a forza game or something else like that like i mean there's 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 some other ones but like in terms of big unique releases i'm not really seeing like major big dog stuff and i'm sure people are gonna know more than i am about xbox but sure i know like Ori is fantastic. Like if that's the, that's that's the game, then that's the game. That's it's an awesome game. <laughs> that's it's great. Not a triple A game. Yeah. So, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that it was good though. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons came out in May. I did, did not play this game either, um, but it looked cool. It's like a Diablo esque take on Minecraft, uh, which I love. Anything kind of like that. I like Gauntlet Legends, those kinds of games. So. No real, no real opposition there on that. Last of Us Part Two was amazing. That came out in June. Uh, Valorant also came out in June, which is like a CS:GO, uh, I guess, co- competitor or a, another game very similar mm-hmm. like that. Very, very skilled people play that game. I have not played it. Probably never will because people in that game are way too good. <laughs> uh, Ghost of Tsushima came out in July, which was well received. Um, a game that I. I don't know if I have like any desire to really play it that much. It looks really cool. I have, I don't think it's on Xbox. It's not. Yeah. Okay. It's a a Sony exclusive. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it looks, it looks beautiful. But yeah, Tsushima was, um, I mean, Tsushima was a, what a, a a large game at a time that I didn't, I didn't really want to play a large game, you know, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, you get those games and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to jump into this right now. This is too And that's much. probably coming right after Last of Us for you, right? Yeah. I was like, I've already played like a kind of heavy, gritty game that's been a lot of hours. Like, I don't want to, I need to take a break. And then, hey, Paper Mario Origami King came out and that was great. There you go. <laughs> I was going to put their footage on this, uh, but uh, Nintendo is really bad about their cease and desist or like their takedowns. So <laughs> if they see like any trace of like their IP in your video, they'll, they'll take it off the internet forever. Um, and then the game that we were talking about, Fall Guys, uh, oh, came along and everyone had a great time with it. I, I know mean, it's go ahead. I was just going to share it here so you guys can see oh, yeah. some excellent gameplay here. It's been surprisingly fun, man. I, uh, I know it, it doesn't take much to see the kind of fun that exists here in this game, but it's a good time. I'm sure it'll come to like the other platforms eventually. It's just kind of a question of when. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta know if you're gonna if you're gonna be able to catch up to all the people that have been playing this entire time. Because when yeah. we first when we first started, like no one was good at the game, and then <laughs> and then all of a sudden you have these guys that are just like they have every single strategy figured out. So it's like really hard to win now. Like I won I won like in the first like two days, and I haven't won since. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, everyone's learning and picking it up. But yeah, it's it's like a wipeout meets like mario i guess or something like that like you know i've I've heard some comparisons to like the best of mario party yeah yeah you know it's just like it's mostly skill based you feel like you're in control the controls are very very simple it's like jump and run that's all you got to do uh but it's it's been a it's been a welcome surprise it's a game that i play and then immediately play something else afterwards it's kind of like a kind of like a palate cleanser you know Mm. a little game dessert it's right. You 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 want to jump in and change up to something else. Play some Fall Guys in between, and you're good to go. And then last, or actually not last, well, yes, last big release so far in August, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Have you seen this? A little bit. It's kind of a surprise hit. Yeah, 
it looks it looks like super cathartic to me. I don't know mm-hmm. how you feel about it. The uh, um, the major thing I've seen come out of it that's hilarious is there's um, the way that they construct the world just through satellite stuff and everything and all mm-hmm. that da- data. Um, and there's just this random 280 plus story skyscraper in Australia. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was just because of a typo in the code. That's yes. it. But there's now like small cults around the spire in Australia. Yes. Yeah, dude, it's, it's happened. Uh, there's also been like some issues with uh, certain um, famous landmarks not being correctly like modeled. Yes. And so like the, oh gosh, like Buckingham Palace, I think is just like, it looks yeah. like a parking garage or something like that. <laughs> right. I saw one that was like Machu Picchu is like a brutalist structure. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't think, uh, I don't think that's what it actually looks like in real life. But nonetheless, really, really cool. I, I don't think I'd have the patience. I'm sure you can like speed it up. So you don't have to like sit there and fly the entire time to go from like here to Tokyo or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it would be cool, honestly, just to be able to fly around a city, you know, and just look around. Just it's chill. Like, like, oh, look, there's a, yeah, there's my house or there's that famous landmark over there. Like fly underneath the Golden Gate Bridge or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> it just seems like a bunch of like, oh, dude, what if you can do this? Like, oh, I wonder if this is over here. It's, it's a lot of just like, like exploring, I guess. Yeah. But it's a surprise hit. So actually, I guess that would be one other major hit for Xbox uh, as Microsoft oh, Flight Simula- yeah. Simulator. That's theirs. So there that's you go. It. There you go. <laughs> but it's it is an it's a niche game. I or a niche niche game. I would say. No yeah, yeah. So it's unfortunately it's it's kind of there was there were other games slated for earlier in in the year. Um, I know Cyberpunk and a few other games had gotten pushed back to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, this this lead up until August, this is sort of like a a pseudo mid-year check-in, but really it's, it's been kind of light, I would say. Uh, and especially on the Nintendo front, I was kind of expecting like, cause you know, like I think the previous two years they had, had almost have like a mainline Mario title or Nintendo first party game put out every single month. Right. And I mean, obviously COVID-19 has drastically impacted production. Uh, but I was expect, I was hoping to have like some, some organization or some, or some bigger hits and that something. Yeah. Yeah. Paper Mario was great. Mm-hmm. And animal crossing is amazing. Um, yeah. And, but I really like, truthfully, I haven't spent a lot of time on my switch lately because there hasn't been like a big thing to pull me back in. Yeah. Really me getting the Xbox was kind of like filled in the gap of not having much new to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a testament to, you know, what's going to happen to a gamer if, if there's not a consistent stream of games coming out for it, it's like, well, okay, I've played all the games I want to play on here. So I guess I'll go where I haven't played games yet. Yeah. And I guess that's going to lead into our discussion after this about what oh, they yes. might have planned. So we'll stay tuned for that. But I did want to talk really quickly about what's left of 2020. So I'm going to list these off really quick, but feel free to stop me on any of these. I have a few things I want to say about some uh, Marvel's Avengers. Have you seen any of this yet? Yes, I have lots of thoughts on this, actually. Let's hear, um, Let's I, hear. <laughs> so I got to play the beta. Oh, um, you played the beta. This is fantastic. <laughs> oh, yes. Exclusive content for Bitblogosphere. Oh, great. So yeah. the, like, the lead up to this game and the marking around this game has been so interesting. Yeah, dude. Because it just so much wants to seem like such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And like, it is. It's a major Avengers game. Like, but just like everything about the, the people who make this game just want it so badly to be a 10 out of 10 game that will yeah. like last forever. And I remember like seeing like their war tables and stuff like that. And they're talking about like it being just so ambitious. Yeah. And I can't help but think like maybe you shouldn't have been like, I think this will end up being like a six or seven out of 10 when it could have been an eight or nine. Yeah. So, um, so you basically think they've, they've tried to reach too far and in the process made it like a watered down, like nothing. Yeah. And part of it too is like, it, I think it's a different game than what I want it to be. Um, and really noticing that through the beta of like, I am really excited for the, just playing through the story campaign. 
Yeah. Um, but it's the whole game. I think it's a lot more focused on like the multiplayer and just being a looter even. Yeah. Which, like, I've never really been into this types of games. Um, I was so kind of hoping. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying. So they, so they kind of took like, yeah, a, uh, a game as a service route. Exactly. Um, which will definitely help its staying power, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be worth sticking around for. Yeah. Um, and mm. the way I got it though, this goes back to the, just the weird marketing around this game is I got it free through Verizon. Like, oh, you know, nice. I had an offer about it and I just was there at the right time. I didn't even know it was for the full game. It was just cause it was had in big letters, free beta access and small letters with full game download. So it wasn't until after I did everything that I realized, oh, I just got the whole game for free when it comes out. Oh, wait. Um, which is great. Wait, so you didn't have to, so normally those deals are like, if you get the full, full game, then you get the free beta access. Right. But that's not this, what happened to you? This is just Verizon, for being a part of Verizon, I had access to their rewards program, which was just straight up the full game. Oh. So I'll get the full download when it comes out, which is great. That's amazing. I play it for free. Congrats. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, it's a it's free game. You can't, I mean, you can't complain there. Oh, yeah. all, of, all of your complaints go away. <laughs> it's fine. You know, it's like, fine. My plan with this game was to like wait three to six months and wait for it to go on sale. Yeah. And I think that's what I'd say is to still do because it'll be better by then too. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. What I've seen, I haven't been impressed with. Um, they they really hooked a lot of people by saying it was going to be a fully like fully built rpg in the marvel's avengers universe so everyone was like mm-hmm. really excited about that and then when you actually get the product you're just kind of like ah not really not really what i was expecting um yeah. and i don't i don't know what we were expecting but i think i think whatever this is is not it and i think that's yeah. the, that's the case for a lot of people so it just got old quick yeah and it's repetitive and so I hope they add more variety into it as it goes. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful they can kind of fix it and get it going. So uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, September 4th, which looks awesome. Um, looks great. I, I've been reading a lot of great things about this. People love it. Um, I don't know if I'll pick it up only because like I've, I've played the games. Um, it might be fun to revisit those. I know it'll be like very nostalgic to like hear the soundtracks and play <laughs> yeah. some of those courses. Uh, but that to me, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two are games that you could, I could see myself very easily picking up and putting back down like very quickly. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, this is really cool. This is great. Okay. I'm not going to play it anymore. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I am ready for this to usher in the next trend in extreme sport video games coming back. Yeah. I would like a snowboarding game again. We need one of yeah. those. We need one of those at least um crash bandicoot uh four actually I, I should have labeled the actual title of this but the new crash bandicoot comes out in october right that looks exciting um have you played any like the new remasters like spyro um ratchet and clank i haven't um, okay no so i played the ratchet and clank remaster on ps4 it was free on ps plus um and it was excellent it was it was really really good uh and i think those games it's it's kind of like fall guys where they're they're sort of like they're like you have to play them at the right time because sometimes they're too shallow or like too too um i don't know how to describe it they're just like not enough sometimes so you're just like yeah this is this is, this is like really beautiful and like fun to like move through but i don't feel like i'm really getting much like story out of this or i'm just kind of going through and smacking things and then clearing the level uh yeah so that's kind of like what kind of maybe like what marvels was for you but like for like those mm-hmm. new third person mm-hmm. platformers i'm just kind of like eh, there's a little more here so that maybe there's more story or something like that i'd be yeah. interested which it's interesting how that works much better for switch than everything else because like the console itself works well to pick it up and put it down and yes first. yes that's it, that's that's exactly right so like any of those remasters like spyro that came to switch i'm like i've tempted to buy spyro i'm like that'd be a good game to have on the switch but i'm like i don't know if i'll ever play it there's because there's, there's like yeah. three there's three full remasters in there and i'm like that's a lot of spyro <laughs> um star wars squadrons which a lot of people are excited about um october 2nd as well this is the i don't know if it's like the sequel to rogue squadron um, but it is like the next Star Wars star fighting game. Spiritual successor, as yes. they say. 
Um, 40 bucks, I think it's going to be priced a little bit less than a full price game because I don't think it is like, it's not saying it's going to be all these extra things. It's just going to be basically like a Star Wars space fighting game. Um, looks pretty cool. Pikmin 3. This is a this is a remaster or a port of the one on Wii U. Is that correct? Yes. It's okay. the Pikmin 3 Deluxe. So it's the port. Yeah, Deluxe. I should have put that title in there as well. So I'm not sure. Not sure about that one. I didn't play it on, on Wii U. I've never are you a big Pikmin guy? Have you played them before? I haven't played any of them before. Yeah. I just I know like there could be. Yeah, you know, it's like a top-down like asset management, you know, tower defense kind of esque game where you're trying to move your troops into certain areas and have them collect things and bring them back. So yeah, it could be, it could be good on switch. If they use touch controls on the, uh, on the tablet mode, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be a, that'd be a nice feature. All right. Um, Paul patrol, mighty pups, save adventure <laughs> Bay comes out November 6th. Uh, you know, I thought I had some footage of this, uh, but sadly I think I actually closed out of the window on that one. Um, that, that, that's you put down game of the year contender for you is that oh yeah put, yeah <laughs> there's nothing more we need <laughs> i just move thought, up for last of us i just, just thought, cancel cyberpunk paw patrol mighty pups save adventure bay uh cyberpunk 2077 november 17th uh that that has a lot of people hyped up and i think we might have talked about this but i have been a bit iffy on that game only because of how big it is and on, on, mm-hmm. on how how big they're promising that game to be yeah and I'm like, i don't know if i want to get into that it's a lot that's a lot to deal with too much too choice much. too much choice is too much sometimes yeah uh breath of the wild 2 do you think it's coming out this year i am much less sure about that than i was back in february man um it could be that could be amazing if that's like they pulled out of the hat and is here. Um, Dude, I think they, what, go ahead. I'll say if they sneak release breath of the wild two on us saves 2020 just by <laughs> itself. Everyone's happy again. It's great. The coronavirus has been forgotten. Breath of the wild two is out. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, that'd be amazing. I I am massively excited for this, but I just don't think based on like we haven't heard anything about it. So I'm just kind of I'm 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 cautiously optimistic, I guess. I'm still hoping it'll come out, but I'm like, eh, it might not. And I've seen stuff too that like next year is Zelda's 35th anniversary. So uh, this could tie into that. Similar and Mario stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second with your your marketing strategies for Nintendo, but <laughs> 2020 was supposed to have hold, held something for Mario, so we'll see what that looks like. And then Metroid Prime 4. Uh, this is on the list because it was. I, we, we don't really even know if it's going to come out this year or not. I don't think they've even given a solid date. So I just put it in there because I'm hopeful that maybe it'll get released sometime. But Sometime not. before 2024. Yeah, that's definitely not coming out this year. I, I can, I'm going to say with confidence right now that that's not, <laughs> that is not coming out this year at all. No way. So uh, speaking of Nintendo though, actually, well, before we jump in there. So right now, looking at this list, what would be your game of the year vote for something mm. you've, you've played this year? It, or just maybe you haven't played it. It, it. it can be whatever you want. What do you think is going to win game of the year? How about that? Um... If I just had to throw out a guess, probably uh, Last of Us. Yeah. Um, my personal choice would be Animal Crossing, just because <laughs> I think that's like, in a different sense, that's been game of the year for like the cultural zeitgeist overall. Yes. I would say that Animal Crossing wins uh, most valuable, most valuable game yeah. of the year. <laughs> it's, it is the game that has brought light to so many people and just like brought people together like oh this is great and i can just not think about the sadness in the world right now and just go take <laughs> care of my little house and my villagers the mortgage i can pay off yes <laughs> but yeah i think last of us part two is easily gonna win this year unless somebody pulls something out of their butt but cyberpunk 2077 might might compete but i just i don't think from a storytelling standpoint, anything's going to come close to that. So yeah, Yeah. pretty easy guess on this year. 
And not a bad year, honestly. I mean, it's not, it's not a bad year in terms of games. I think we've had worse years. Uh, and we've, we've gone through a pandemic, so there's not much to complain about. It still is the best time to be a, video, a person that plays video games because, I mean, there's so many games that come out, so many indie games and so many awesome things that are happening. So uh, yeah. did, you see the, did you see the indie direct recently? I did. It was really good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to pick up at least like two or three of those games. I was like, I'm going to pick up Spiritfarer for sure. I'm just going to yeah, wait. That's now. on Game Pass, actually. Dang it, dude. No! That was like, that was absolutely one of the games that like I saw that and it's like, if that's on Game Pass, I'd play that. I don't know if I'd buy it. And then the day of, they announced, hey, it's on Game Pass right now. Dang, dude. Game Pass is sounding better and better every single day. Can I get in? It's great. I wonder if I can download it on my PC and just play it on my play it on my computer. Yeah. Does does Game Pass exist on the computer? Mm-hmm. It does. Oh I think gosh. it's cheaper for just PC. It might be five bucks a month. But I have a Mac. Oh. So how does that work? I don't think that works. I'm sure. I'm sure Windows is not going to limit themselves to not allowing you to get Game Pass on a Mac. They're going to try and get that money somehow. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, so <laughs> Nintendo, so you, you want to talk about some Nintendo's marketing strategies. So this is uh, this is Mark's hour to walk us through some Nintendo stuff. And I'm going <laughs> to just, I'm just going to just jump in with my own thoughts every now and then. So take it away, man. Sure. Yeah. So it's been a weird year. And I like thinking back to when we were first, like talking in February of just how like there's so much unknown, like it's been so long since direct, like we don't know what's going to happen. And that was exciting. And now it's like, there's so much unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> next, And that's kind of concerning now. Um, and we still don't have a direct. It felt like such a long time in February. And now it's been almost a year since like a full on 30 to 40 minute general thing. Um, and instead they've just been doing like, like paper Mario was just, announced on twitter with no fanfare just put on there posted and sent off in the world with like less than two months leeway before the release it released itself yeah it was very quick very quick marketing uh marketing rotation Mm -hmm. um and then ever besides those like paper mario and pikmin 3 were kind of those two twitter drops yeah um everything else then kind of like a like you can't fault Nintendo for it, but it feels like a marketing fumble. Yeah. Um, like they had their Nintendo Treehouse, which was like a bunch of gameplay for Paper Mario. And they teased that there's like, there's going to be a game of announcement from uh, way forward and end up being like on Bakugan. Yeah. <laughs> so it just like fell flat of like, and it's Our- really, every, it's everyone that hyped this up for something that was unrealistic, but like fans are just so hungry for this. Um, well, I mean, like Nintendo fans in general, they've like tried to predict when the next big announcement's going to be. Like this is this is like almost a meta game for a lot of Nintendo fans now. Yeah. It's like they like okay, well, uh, Nintendo's are, Nintendo directs are released every this many days, and typically there's many directs this many days in in between. And with recent releases, we we know about these games, and they're only going to talk about these games because they're ones that are coming out this year. So you can only expect this. And there's like there's so much um, like detective work that goes into every pre-direct showcase that right. like no matter what, typically everyone's disappointed or like, yeah. oh, this isn't what I was expecting. It's just kind of inevitable. But yeah, uh-huh. they've been making weirder decisions. Like they really have. There's just been some odd lackluster directs that have just come out. Like they're, they're very clear with their messaging. Like, hey, this is what it is. It's only going to be this long and it's going to mm-hmm. talk about this game. Right. So, so the expectations are usually set very, very low and everyone still is like, but you're so good at surprising us usually. And there's no surprise. <laughs> like, what is this? Exactly, yeah. And like, there just, there just hasn't really been anything big. And yeah. like, they, we would have expected a, a big around E3 early June announcement. And then I think rumors came out that like Nintendo didn't say this themselves, but like reports came out that they weren't doing that. And ever mm-hmm. since then, they've been doing the partner showcases, which is just like these short third-party things. Mm-hmm. There's one this past week that was like, it was fine. Nothing really that, yeah, exciting. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> um, and the biggest thing is, I think 
y'all talked about this on an earlier podcast, but of the Mario remasters. Yeah. That are still rumored, but seem like all but confirmed. Yeah. Um, and they'd like, they got to come out. Like that's, if they're going to, if they exist, like they has to be soon. The actual 35th anniversary is in September on the 13th, I think. Oh, my birthday. Come on now. Oh, look at that. Come on now. You could be getting Mario remasters for your birthday. That would be amazing. That would be the best birthday gift ever. Because that, like, that's what I'm thinking is that, like, if not a full general Nintendo Direct, there's at least, like, some sort of first-party showcase um, happening right around then. And I, I wonder if... At the very least, assuming these remasters are real, that they're at least going to announce them yeah. around that time. Um, it could be that they even shadow drop them. That feels unlike them because, I mean, that would assume there's no physical version. Yeah. Which feels very unlike them. Um, Wait, did you say September 13th or? September. Yeah. Okay. So like two weeks from now. Yeah. 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 Like, and there's, there've been rumors all over the place. Like the, there were rumors of a direct this week and it ended up being the partner showcase. Um, so people have like good resources. It's just not quite exact. Yeah. Well, and here's, and here's the thing too. Uh, like video game companies in general have been reporting like record profits during this yeah. time because this is what everyone's doing they're just playing video games and especially nintendo like so many families have bought switches now because their kids are stuck at home with them right uh so it's not even like a marketing dollar standpoint because when you were talking about that i was like maybe they're trying to save money on like marketing messages and they've realized that they can just put the game out and so many people are going to buy it still because no one has anything else to do you yeah. know, like they're not competing against anything. They're, the only thing they're competing against is like Netflix and other stay-at-home activities. So like from a marketing standpoint, I was like, well, I mean, yeah, they probably are like making way more money right now and they don't have to market as much because people will buy their games and just know about it because everyone's on their phones, everyone's on their computers right now. And they're like, oh, right. crap. Nintendo just tweeted out that these remasters are coming September 13th. Like let's pre-order now. Uh, but even still, you would think with something as big as these rumored remasters that they would have done right. something, they would have talked about something by now. And like what you're saying too, is that's the thing as well is that like, despite not having much coming out this year, Nintendo's doing fantastic. Yeah. They, like, they, they, I forget their, I forget their, they had like a, an earnings report recently and like it was astronomical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I saw, I don't know if this is really true, so take it with a grain of salt, but like, yeah, I think it was up like 500% compared to last year, yeah. like that quarter last year. It was something like that. It was something like that. It's ridiculous. Just mm -hmm. massive amounts of money because everyone's buying their systems. Like I've, I've had multiple people text me like, hey, uh, do you know uh, where I could get a Switch at? Because like, I guess... <laughs> I'm their only pro I'm on their only gamer friend. So they're all like, where, where, where can I get one? And I'm like, I yeah. have no idea. I haven't been shopping, actively shopping for a switch. Cause I have one. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. It's yeah. Like, I've had like five or six friends. all get switch switches this season. JMO man. Shout out to JMO. I don't think he's playing anymore. I don't think he's playing that much. He's I, dropped off a little bit. He, he owns breath of the wild and has not started it yet. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. So he's getting called out on this podcast right now. Yeah, I'll make sure to put a timestamp right here on this for uh, the Jonathan <laughs> call out so he knows how embarrassing it is. <laughs> um, but that's so all the new people are getting switches. And once they get tired of Animal Crossing, like they still have a dozen like must have switch games to go on to. Yeah. So all these new people, they're, they're not wishing for more new games because they have so much to go to. Yep, that is true. Yeah, I had a friend recently put like a poll out on Instagram. She's like, what games? I just got to switch. What games should I buy? And I'm like, there's so many. So, <laughs> so I was like, you need Animal Crossing. You need uh, Legend of Zelda. You need Mario Odyssey. You need Gris. You need, you know, I was just like going through all these amazing. And then like, I didn't even like, touch the surface of the indie titles yet. Right. And <sighs> so it's like with them not releasing new stuff and like there's not much marketing going on around like upcoming games. Yeah. The only people who are losing are people like us who just enjoy talking about them and are 
like enjoy the anticipation have already played all the games that they've put right. out it's like it's like we've been here since day one we've played all these games uh so we're just waiting to see what the big next thing is because yeah i mean that yeah for anybody that's just jumping on it's a great time and yeah. you have so much time now to play all these amazing games whereas like if you've been playing from day one we've probably already played all the ones that you would need i mean i got this whole stack <laughs> got this whole stack of games right go. here yeah and i've played through all of these except for uh fire emblem three houses that one i'm, I mean, I'm having i'm having a hard time getting through <laughs> i don't blame you very it's, it's it's another huge rpg and then on top of persona 5 i don't think i'm gonna want to go into another rpg after that so just a lot of time we're just gonna wait on that one for a little bit yeah uh <laughs> but but it is like it is a uh it is a great time to be a Nintendo gamer, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I mean, I, I mean, I guess we, we do know sometime we do something of what that we can expect with their reported uh, switch Two. I guess. Have you like, have you like read yeah. up on this yet? A little bit. Um, which I always like the switch pro new switch. It, like it always seems to come up all the time and I always like roll my eyes at it. But something yeah. about like this, these latest reports seem like, oh, this actually might be real. Yeah. So this is on the verge. This is like four days ago mm-hmm. or three days ago. So Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo is planning to release an upgraded version of its popular Switch game console next year, according to the reports in Taiwan's Economic Daily News in Bloomberg. It'll come out in early 2021. And it could be the first series performance upgrade to the Switch since its release in March 2017. Um Bloomberg says Nintendo has looked into including more computing power and 4K high-definition graphics. Um, maybe a potential better battery life, smaller form factor, mm-hmm. more power efficient. Um, not much else. Maybe like updated charging. But I think it has USB-C actually, so I don't know how much more updated you could get with that. Yeah. But, I mean, this is like multiple sources have like or multiple um news outlets have reported on this right and this is like what it could have been the whole time too of like of yeah. all the past reports on it yeah but then like nintendo kind of hushed those down and then they, they let let out the switch light you know right. and we were like oh okay so it's just like a only handheld version that's cheaper but doesn't do as much as the switch it doesn't actually switch so i don't know if i want that or not um yeah but that served its purpose too. Like so many families have was just a switch light and like three kids have them and they're good to go. Yeah. But I mean, do you think, so kind of moving now into the final echelon of this conversation of our, mm. of our topic today. So PS5, Xbox Series X, and maybe a Switch 2 or whatever we're going to call this thing coming out 2021 for Nintendo 2020 for ps5 and or sony and microsoft right like do you so like i'm trying to think how to phrase this question where where who do you think is going to be faring the best when this all kind of hits the fan like when it all starts Hmm. coming out um that's hard to know and like similar to like i was saying of we don't really know kind of what like back in February, we were talking back in February, we don't know what's going on. Like now it feels like we're kind of in like season five of lost territory where it's like, Anything we have answers to some questions, but we have more questions and there's some questions we, that were just never answered. Yep. Um, and like overall, just from what it seems like right now, I think PlayStation is better uh, kind of situated there is yet, like, there's been talk about the Xbox Series S a lot, which is yeah. also, like, all but confirmed, which could be a major game changer. But overall, it seems like... My guess is that PlayStation will sell more PlayStation 5s, but I think Xbox will have more Game Pass subscribers, which I think is what they would rather be. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, because that costs them nothing, and well, not not nothing, but it yeah. seems like a much more cost friendly and sustainable business model where every console launch, typically the the hardware cost 
is almost the same amount of the actual price of the unit. So like right. Sony, I think when they when they marked the PS4 to four hundred dollars for when they first announced it, I think there was like reports of them almost selling it at a loss. Yeah, I think uh, that's been common too of like yeah. consoles. They sell it at a loss and then as technology gets better, they start making profit on it. And if they buy like one game, then they make profit, which everyone's going to buy a game. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like I think Sony has done a much better job of displaying why someone would want a PS5. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, cool. This has all these next gen like tech features. Uh it has this cool controller that can do all these different things that my current ones can't. Um, giving you like more of an actual physical reason to want to upgrade. Whereas Microsoft has been more like uh, everything's cross, you know, cross platform or backwards compatible. You don't have to like you'll be able to play any of these games on your Xbox Series X or Xbox One X and stuff like that. And it doesn't seem like they're pushing too hard yet and trying to alienate their entire player base of Xbox <laughs> One X users. Right. Which is a good move. And I think it's yeah. going to keep people like happy. But ultimately, also, it's going to probably not make people want to make the jump anytime soon. Um, and I think from a console standpoint, you kind of need that. Like, you kind of want people to want the new box that you're selling. Um, have you watched Silicon Valley? Uh, I've seen the first three seasons. Okay. I think that must, this might be the one like where Gavin's talking about like selling a box, you know, like they're trying to like sell like a box. Yes. I do remember. Oh yes. The, uh, yeah. 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 Like whatever that, whatever they're making, but yeah, it's like, it's just like a box, you know, and everyone's yeah. obsessed with the new, what the new box is, you know, what, what the new, right. whatever. Um, so it's, it is going to be like, a, I think you're exactly right. It's going to be like a war of who has the most subscribers and the most successful business model. Cause at the end of the day, if Sony sells more PS fives, but they're not making money, but Xbox is, I mean, that's, that's going to, that's going to eventually come back to buy them in the butt. So hopefully yeah. they're taking notes from Microsoft and saying, okay, we see this, this game pass that you guys have developed. We're going to make something similar to it and announce that closer to release. Like that, that's what I'm hoping for, at least from, from PS5 as well. And even with like kind of these, like the console war dynamic has changed completely because they just have very different strategies. It seems oh, yeah. like. Um, mm. And I don't remember where I heard this from, but I cannot uh, take credit for it. But someone pointed out that like Microsoft is predominantly a software company. Yeah. And you see that in Game Pass. And like Sony is predominantly a hardware company. They make TVs and whatever. Ooh. And so they're, they're emphasizing more the hardware. That is a good, that is a good observation, actually. I wish I knew who said it, but it was super interesting. Yeah. And then Nintendo is a game company. They're a toy. They're a, they're a toy right. company. You know, they like making things that are fun. Um, I, speaking of Nintendo, though, like if they do release a Switch 2 or whatever this, this rumored next model is, I feel like that'll be a that'll be a solid move that'll help them stay relevant but it but it won't i don't think it would it would like give them this huge boost that they might be expecting because i think so many people are probably just happy with the switch like i don't i don't think there's any like limitations with the switch that i'm like oh man i hate this about the switch uh it does what it what i want it to do it plays nintendo games and i don't have a 4k tv or anything that's like next gen so for me I'm not dying to get my hands on this thing unless it does something demonstrably different than what the Switch does. Right. So the big thing, I guess, really for Nintendo is just to release these dang Mario remasters. Right. <laughs> that could be the, the major game changer. Did you I see hope. there was just one kind of rogue analyst that expected the Switch to outsell the PS5 this holiday? Oh, Wow. Uh, I don't know what the unit sales are at. I haven't looked at that recently. Let me uh, do a quick little bit of research on this while, while we're talking about it. Uh, PS4 sales versus Not uh, PS4, but like when, when the PS5 comes out, they expect the Switch to do better than the PS5. Oh, oh, PS5 versus Switch. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's dang. no way the Switch is outside PS4. I was going to say, I was like, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, Switch is doing very well. I was like, I don't think it's doing that well, though. Right, yeah. Um, this isn't very helpful. 
like specifically their their Q4 of 2020. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, well, I guess from a you mean like from a production standpoint, like they won't PS5 won't be able to have like they won't be able to produce. I don't. I don't really know the full details on it. If I had to guess, that was probably what they're getting at. Yeah. That sounds that sounds like what we would like the biggest limiter for them is just they don't have the resources to be able to produce that many PS5s yet. Whereas there's so many switches already out in the wild and other places being delivered right now. So it's like they right. can they can kind of combat uh, supply shortage shortages easier or more easily. Um doing it all year, really. Yeah, for real. I know because everyone's buying them, but yeah, if they can, if they can, if they can figure out how to stay ahead of demand uh, up until the holidays, and they're good to go. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. Nintendo is a dark horse. They really are just a dark horse. Who knows what they're going to do next? I think that's what that's, that's what makes them fun. But we oh, live yeah. in we live in the uh, the golden times right now, where Nintendo is doing well. I'm, I uh, I kind of shudder thinking about the Wii U a little bit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> so bad i was so irrelevant back then it was so sad oh man but yeah that's that's i don't really have much else to 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 talk about in terms of uh 2020 do you have anything else you wanted to throw in there that's all i got yeah man well uh you know this has been fun i i love i love covering what what the state of the, the gaming industry looks like so thanks for thanks for jumping on man i appreciate it yeah thank you had fun too unfortunately guys that is the end of our podcast remember bitcast is sort of a monthly weekly podcast that happens every now and then be sure to follow us on bitblogs.com or twitch or facebook or instagram uh, be sure to send emails or topic suggestions or anything else you want to talk about video game related to bitcast at bitblogs.com mark once again thank you so much for being on the podcast man appreciate thank you. you uh if people want to follow you uh where would they go um uh, twitter instagram i am at mark son of eric which twitter there's an underscore between mark and son of eric and instagram there's a period there you go well and eric is spelled e-r-i-c-k c-k yeah see that's that's mm-hmm. that's a good differentiation to make because some some people wouldn't know that <laughs> one out there so yeah go go follow go follow mark son of eric for uh all of your insightful topical news um you know i don't even know if you post anything on social media these days <laughs> I, I don't post that much, so uh, if people do go there, don't don't uh, get mad at Mark if nothing's on there. But until next time, guys, this has been BitCast. Thanks for tuning in. Talk about some stuff. <laughs> <laughs>